The PPP, which is the payroll protection program that employers took advantage of, is coming to an end. Now the government is listing off companies that took advantage of the PPP, including wait for it, many financial advisors. Should financial advisors, these people, savvy people with money you'd hope, take government aid? The CEO of Hey Money USA Today columnist Pete the Planner joins us to assist with assistance. How about that joke on today's show? Welcome to Money with Friends, coming to you live from my co-host's house from his kitchen in, uh, in where am I, Pete? I'm in Dallas, Texas, where we're making the Stacking Benjamin Show and this episode of Money with Friends. I'm Joe Salci. Hi. I'm Pete the Planner. I'm in Carmel, Indiana, which is just a fancy Indianapolis where we're a little snootier. I always get hungry when I hear the word Carmel. Well, that's why I'm Midwestern uh, overweight. (laughs) This is the podcast where we cover recent stories ripped from the financial press. Uh, Today, I believe we're tackling one from CNBC. And not only do we read them like some podcasts, but we dive into how they affect your wallet and what you can do to invest, save and pay down debt more effectively. And if that's not enough, we'll also share a big idea at the end of today's show. You can take with you to be better with money the rest of your day, all in usually less than 20 minutes. Today's show is brought to you by NordPass. Pete, you're a savvy dude. I don't know if you know that, but you are a savvy dude. I'm sure that you have some type of encryption system when it comes to your passwords. Absolutely. I just use my wife's birthday and my dog's name. It's perfect. I yeah. I used to use password one, two, three, but uh, exclamation point on the end to fool people. That wasn't so good. So I tried out NordPass. NordPass is the great way to not only store your passwords, but you just have to come up with one word to remember and all your passwords are different. They also tell you if passwords have been compromised. Check it out using our link and you'll also get a special discount. You're going to get a month free if you use our link. Uh, Moneywithfriends.com. Excuse me. It is is, uh, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. It isn't that either. It's nordpass.com forward slash MWF. How about that? Me trying to riff here live. Uh, A guy who wonders why he's here today. Pete the Planner joins us. That went well. (laughs) Thinking about it here, I'm like, God, I'm so excited to be part of that. I would normally say we'd fix it in post, but we don't do post here, Pete. This is it. Yeah, I am. Bill O'Reilly said it best. We're going to do it live. And that's what, you know, modern streaming is all about. It's about your dog barking, the toilet flushing. It's about misreading live sponsorship reads. That's what it's about, Joe. He said uh, he said it with a little more oomph, though. Bill O'Reilly did slightly more oomph. There were some additional words that he used in that clip, but let's not do that. Creativity. Well, today we're not going to have hopefully that much creativity. hope it doesn't come to some extra words. Today we're going to have a few words, though, about the PPP. So let's see which one of our friends is going to get today's show started. This is Andy from Derby, Vermont. It's time for today's headlines, only at Money with Friends. All right, this piece comes to us from CNBC. Uh, Pete brought this one to our attention. It's written by Lori Kanish. Uh, Pete, you want to do the honors here? Sure. Wealth management firms among those that have taken PPP loans during coronavirus pandemic. The government's release of data on businesses that have participated in the Paycheck Protection Program confirms what many in the financial advice industry already knew. 
Wealth management firms were among those to have taken the government loans. The data released by the Small Business Administration and Treasury Department on Monday included loans of more than 150,000 American dollars that were made through the PPP. The loan program was created under the $2 trillion Dollar plus CARES Act passed by Congress in March. A list of the borrowers had not been revealed until Monday. The government did not disclose the names of businesses that took less than $150,000 in an effort to protect small businesses. The average loan size was $107,000, according to the SBA. Loans of less than $150,000, representing 86.5% of the loans granted. The list of bigger borrowers that was released includes wealth management firms across the country. Those firms also disclose their borrowing activity in their own public filings. The move to take that money sparked debate within the industry. Wealth management executives cited their need to protect their businesses and therefore their clients by shoring up their financial reserves in the face of a crisis. Others argued financial advice Firms are not facing the same dire circumstances, businesses and sectors that have been forced to shut down due to the pandemic. I admire the firms that didn't do it, but I also don't look down on the firms that did, said Philip Pelaviv, CEO of the Ensemble Practice, which provides practice management programs and consulting services to, uh, to financial advice firms. You know, Pete, the piece goes on. We'll uh, link to it, by the way, on our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com, if people want to read the rest. But they're going to get into the ethics. And I thought you and I can just talk about the ethics of this. So if these companies are not in any fear of failing, hopefully they're financial planning firms, hopefully they're good with money. Is it ethical for them to take PPP money? I, I have such mixed feelings about this because not all financial planning firms are compensated the same way right? If you're AUM and that's how you pay your staff assets under management as part of a fee-based uh, arrangement, then I think it's tougher to argue that you should have taken PPP funds. However, if you have a different arrangement, if you're hourly or commission-based by God, um, I struggle a little bit to say that a person shouldn't protect their staff and protect those jobs. I don't know. What do you think? Because I think, you know, a big wealth management shop with a billion dollars or more under AUM or hundreds of millions, there's no way they should have taken it. But the local guy, local lady that's starting up, I don't have a huge problem with that. I feel like if this job is to protect workers and uh, every firm, every firm is trying to protect their workers, I think, I think philosophically, a government deciding between firms that have done a good job of their financial planning and ones that haven't done a good job and saying, well, if you haven't done a good job, you're the one that we need to bail out. And companies that did do a good job, we don't need to bail out. I actually don't have that much of an ethical dilemma with it at all, Pete. I kind of think that, that, that it's, it's above the firm's pay grade. If, if the government offers something to help you and they lay out all the rules of who's going to get it, and you're included in that group, then by all means, do it. Yeah, I think there's another issue here. And this is a good time to disclose that my firm, we chose, well, first of all, we're not wealth management. We're an employee benefit that, that does financial problem solving. We've got 15 employees. And so part of our issue and why we chose to take PPP funds is because some of the P our clients weren't able to pay. Right. They weren't able to pay because their business models were affected. And as where we have a line of credit and we considered those options, we said, all right, well, look, if this is going to stretch on 60, 90 days with people unable to pay certain invoices, 
let's protect jobs. And so that's what we did. I don't feel bad about it whatsoever. Um, because that's a lot of people that didn't go on unemployment and the bigger issue in all of this show, as you know, it's at the end of July, what happens, right? That's where the paycheck protection program will be proven to be good or bad. It will it be more effective than the enhanced $600 a week unemployment going away, or are people still going to get laid off? Like we've all read once the PPP funds run out. Yeah, it's true. We really don't know where this is headed next and that's going to be the proof. I think so. You see the story uh, just today, a Wendy's franchisee, uh, I believe in Idaho, let's go with Idaho, uh, took a million dollars of PPP funds. I think they took five million total in the loans, took a million of it to buy a house. To buy a house. Yeah. Yeah. I see, like that. See, now I have, <laughs> I do have to say, I have an ethical issue there, Pete. <laughs> well, it does, it does seem like unless you're going to need it like you know the baconator bungalow or something like that <laughs> something cool i think you can probably assume you're going to get a letter on that one you know you can have a you can have a step up uh you can either eat this at the drive-thru or we have this house over here with a kitchen where you can eat your uh uh, uh super dave double with uh medium frosty and those fries, which the fries aren't as good as McDonald's yeah. fries, but the Frosty, mm, I, can, I can do the Frosty. One of the so many fast food burger <laughs> thoughts. Uh, it has been interesting to see that. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, I, I was going to uh, start talking about some of our friends that are hanging out with us today, but you had a thought first and then we'll transition over there, Pete. Well, some of the other firms that have been taking, not even in, in financial services, you know, Floyd Mayweather, is the the cash money or the whatever, the boxer, the multi-trillion dollar boxer, his organization took funds. So you start to split hairs and it's like, who deserves it? Who doesn't? And uh, well, that's what the media has been doing all week has been outing people they don't believe should have taken it. Well, and this is the thing, though, this, this is the if should we be. If, 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 if we're going to be angry and I don't want this show to get, to get political, but this is a, this is a a law thing. Don't you think that the people creating these rules should have made the rules differently? Like, you know, the whole Shake Shack thing, we did a story on Shake Shack. Remember how they had people pointing, pointing the finger at them. And I love, I love two things that Shake Shack did. They gave the money back, which they only did it because I believe this is my personal belief that they had so many people pointing the finger at them going, this is wrong. But, but even when they were giving the money back, Pete, they were, they said, we qualified for this. We deserve to make sure our employees get paid too. And I thought that was that was the perfect thing. So Floyd Mayweather, if he gets X amount of money per month as a paycheck from Floyd Mayweather Incorporated, and he qualifies for the loan, I don't blame Floyd Mayweather as much as I blame the people in Washington that created the program that allowed Floyd Mayweather to qualify for that loan. Yeah, there's a lot of shaming going on. I mean, as you know, in the last 10 years, the internet slash media culture of shaming has been rampant. So why have it any different here? And I also happen to extend more grace than normal, not only to everyone, but the government officials that were just really trying to do the best they could under the gun to come up with rules. So that's true. I mean, very fast. Yeah. I love to get mad at stuff, but I don't know. There's other stuff to be mad at right now, other than how the government tried to save us when we didn't know what was going to happen. 
uh, Adrian hanging out with us. If you want to hang out with us live, starting in the next week, we're moving specifically, guys, over to YouTube. It's time, time, Pete, for the baby to grow up. And we're no longer going to be on the Stacking Benjamins Facebook page anymore. So uh, for future shows, uh, even though we are doing this one on Facebook, head to uh, youtube.com forward slash MWF or Money with Friends. Put in Money with Friends and you'll, you'll find us. Sign up for, the, uh, for our page and you'll see when we're going live a few times a week. But Adrian says, if a small firm needs help, that's okay. If a company like Fidelity took PPP money, then I'd have a problem with it. Would you, would you have a problem with it? Huh, and then you get into, well, think how many jobs they're saving, tens of thousands of jobs. I think the other element to this, though, Joe, is that, okay, let's say you've got 100 employees and you're struggling. It's not like all 100 jobs are at risk. It's like 10 jobs are at risk. And so you get the funds for everyone to save 10 jobs. That's my weird sort of Wednesday afternoon, Thursday math, you know, is that it's like, I tried to keep the show evergreen there by saying, hey, it's on Thursday, we're recording on Wednesday. I'm a pro. But you know what I mean? It's like you're not saving all the jobs. You're saving some of the jobs. Yeah, you are. And 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 frankly, the government was going to have to pay one way or another, right? I mean, the way the system's set up now, if they didn't do it and those people lost their jobs, they're paying unemployment. So, okay, either we keep the people working or we're just going to pay the unemployment rolls. Uh, Joe hanging out with us says, one of the things the government response finally got mostly right is at this time they just put the money out there and didn't try to overanalyze, which only slowed and snarled the response for individuals and prior responses. That's kind of uh, your point there, Pete. Yeah, I, I agree with him agreeing with me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Joe oh, must be brilliant. Yeah, no, I, look, uh, what happens next, the next package is going to be, I think, the most interesting thing because they're going to try to get cute. They're going to hear all this criticism and they're going to do the opposite of what Joe agreed with Pete and Pete agreed with Joe saying that, look, uh, we need to be more uh, discriminating in these funds. And that's what's going to happen. That's why you're going to have these weird back to work bonuses and all sorts of crazy stuff. I, I can't wait to see what happens with this next one. James hanging out with us says, uh, this is what happens when you underfund government infrastructure and services for years. Government might have good ideas, but the infrastructure to put in the correct guardrails are just not there. Or to Joe's point, maybe the guardrails are overrated. I, I guess that's getting into politics uh, 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 quite a bit. What's interesting is we did the, the smart thing here, Pete. We did an Instagram poll to find out what really smart people think about this. Yes. Oh my gosh. Highly scientific. We gave it maybe six hours of letting people on Instagram uh, answer. And here was the question. The question was, do you think financial advisors should take PPP, uh, PPP money from the government? Where do you think Money with Friends listeners came down on this? What 75% no is my guess. 75% no. It was 76% yes. What? I mean, I'm out of touch. I'm going to go to my gold bathroom now and... No, I'm very out of touch with common man. It, it was exactly the opposite. So as a financial guy, you should have taken more. I think that's the point. Yeah. Yes. I, you know, I, I've heard of people, like I had a friend who qualified, submitted all the paperwork. They did their own, you have to do your own calculation, then they verify it. They came back and got significantly more than they applied for in PPP funds, which I was like, well, how does that happen? Then they had the problem that they had to uh, get aggressive with getting rid of it, uh, you know, not, not fraud or anything like that, but just yes. of how to pay people yes. and it created all sorts of other problems. 
Yeah, because it's based because of the calculation. If you're not paying people as much now as you have the last twelve months, and you had to spend it initially in two months, you're you're just shoving money out the door. So, just like uh, like uh, when I worked for a university, and they got the new budget, I realized I was told by somebody one time. I said, "Well, we don't need as much money as we get," and my boss said, "No, no, no, no. You have to ask for that much money, or they won't give you as much next year." You yeah. have to. And then I realized how some of these programs really work, which is it's like Brewster's millions. That's right. <laughs> Comparing America's universities to Brewster's millions might be yeah. a bridge too far, but it's close. <laughs> uh, just a second, Pete and I are going to have our takeaway from today's piece on the Payroll Protection Act. But first, want to say just a little bit about our sponsor, NordPass. You know, I'm somebody who has had my credit compromised. And I'll tell you, that's no fun when you uh, are shopping for books on online and you decide to, to support small bookstores and then you find out that and this was way 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 back but you find out that little s pete on the end really matters when it comes uh, to security so https yeah. uh, matters didn't have that and immediately i had a bunch of money ripped off well now things are much more secure than they were when they bought uh, or when i bought those books however doesn't mean you're more secure. So many people trying to remember one password and they put it on all their stuff. So the second that password's compromised, all your passwords are compromised. So with NordPass, many other products, by the way, like it, but we like about NordPass, very clean interface, easy to use, very inexpensive, and you're able to create one that you remember, a master password for NordPass, and then NordPass creates separate passwords for everything. And by the way, I tried to figure out my password last night for uh, Netflix because we're hanging out here at uh, my my Stacky Benjamin's podcast partner OG's house. And I got on NordPass to see what my password is, like capital N exclamation point, little Q, big three backwards, some letters from the Russian alphabet. I mean, it was fun. So anyway, I probably shouldn't mention Russians and security at the same time, should I? That uh, yeah, it was a good choice. Look, that, I'm not going to say no. That might be an error. Uh, NordPass has nothing to do with the Russians. I'm sure now they're going to put that as their tag. Their, their tag. <laughs> Copy gone wrong. Copy gone wrong. The people at NordPass are like, Joe, stop. Please stop. Uh, for one month free and to check it out, head to nordpass.com forward slash MWF. So uh, that's that's enough of that. We'll we'll take them off the hot seat. Instead, Pete, we'll put you on the hot seat. What's our big takeaway from today's piece? Uh, my big takeaway is that it's like we have enough to be angry about right now. So let's not get angry about all the things we're actually allowed to do, like take assistance during the worst financial conditions in a century. So everyone pipe down, relax. People are just trying to save jobs. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just uh, just jump on that one as my takeaway as well, because I think that there are, going back to basics, Stephen Covey, who everybody who's known me for a while uh, rolls, their, rolls their eyes when I start uh, talking Stephen Covey. But, you know, there are things that you can control, things that you can influence, and things that you can't control and can't influence. And this is something... You can vote, so maybe you can influence it a little bit, but this has nothing to do with most of, them, most of us. And if somebody qualified for the PPP and they wanted to save somebody's job and they follow the rules, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a lot for me ethically here. Maybe people feel differently. I'd love to hear from them. Email me, joe at stackingbedjamins.com. But I think if you're playing by the rules, I think you're, I think you're good. Pete, I heard that you have this cool company called Hey Money. 
I do. We are professional financial problem solvers. We, we look at the little weird intricacies of people's financial lives and we assign an expert to them, a CFP or an AFC. These are fun alphabet soup letters in our industry. And those people make it their lives work to solve those problems. We don't sell anything. We don't manage money. We just solve problems. And so people can learn more by going to callheymoney.com. That's callheymoney.com. So, and we'll have a link on our, on our website, uh, along with everything else about Pete, all the cool stuff he does, Pete, the planner show, all the fun things at uh, money with friends podcast. All right. He's Pete. I'm Joe. We'll be back the same dynamic duo tomorrow. We'll see you then back here at money with friends. Bye-bye. This show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.